I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan from SCP Weekly. We bring you news from on-site and off-site. And we share your love for the creative community that surrounds the SCP Wiki. Join us on Tuesdays for new episodes, wherever you listen to podcasts, or on YouTube at SCP Weekly. Item number SCP-4177. Object Class, Keter. Special Containment Procedures. SCP-4177 manifestations are to be tracked and noted globally by Foundation agents embedded in any and all professions, and MTF Chai-9 page-turners are to be dispatched to remove the documents where possible. 200 instances are to be stored at Site-09, which specializes in the handling of anomalous documents, and any additional copies are to be incinerated on recovery. No Foundation personnel are to read SCP-4177 outside of testing. Any known SCP-4177-1 instances are to be apprehended and held in Foundation custody. If employment is impossible or undesirable, they are to be placed on a high-calorie diet until their body weight is more than double their ideal weight, as determined by a Foundation nutritionist, instructed to call the number on the relevant SCP-4177 instance and left unobserved until an Omega event occurs. They may then be released into the civilian population with Class F amnestics memory realignments where necessary. Description SCP-4177 are pamphlets and flyers of varying size, appearing spontaneously in various locations worldwide. No direct pattern in location has yet been observed, but all instances to date have manifested in dense urban areas and typically show preference for those with a higher proportion of overweight or obese residents. All manifestations occur when the area in question is completely unobserved. While the exact contents of SCP-4177 are variable, each instance will advertise some method of weight loss, ranging from extensive and invasive surgery to the magic of moon crystals. The syntactic and grammatical structure of the text is universally poor and frequently includes extensive run-on sentences, seemingly irrelevant details, and a severe lack of understanding of human biology to the extent that some instances appear to refer to different kingdoms of life entirely. Despite these errors, all instances will refer to the human species by name, and the document will always conclude with a valid phone number, exact nature dependent on the region the instance manifests in. This phone number will always be unregistered within the area in question. Human subjects who have read SCP-4177 and attempted to call the telephone number advertised will become instances of SCP-4177-1. When they next enter deep sleep unobserved, an Omega event will occur. The exact nature of this event is yet unknown due to the aforementioned requirement, but the SCP-4177-1 instance will wake up the following morning with their body mass reduced by exactly one half. This missing biomass will have been seamlessly removed 
leaving no signs of any entry into the body, and while most will come from areas of excess fat, a small, survivable amount will be taken from every bodily organ. To date, no adverse health conditions have resulted from use of SCP-4177 with Dash-1 instances whose ideal body weight was less than 50% of their pre-SCP-4177 weight. In less overweight subjects, SCP-4177 can be severely damaging, and in many cases, fatal. The fate of the biomass removed during an Omega event is unknown. Strike that. See Addendum. Addendum. Incident SCP-4177-1551 On 1996 in Manchester, England, Mr. Gregor Rass, an instance of SCP-4177-1, underwent the first and only failed Omega event recorded to date. At around 0.440 a.m., Rass was reportedly awoken by the sound of screaming and opened the door to his bedroom to investigate. Upon seeing no one there, noticing his own weight loss and hearing the screaming continue, he called the emergency services, relaying information about SCP-4177 when asked. The police department then alerted Foundation agents via OIS proxy, who arrived on the scene at 0502 a.m. When the building was searched, the body of Rass was discovered in the downstairs hallway of his house. The cause of death was determined to be a combination of strangulation and blunt force trauma. An identical corpse was later found several streets away, naked, surrounded by SCP-4177 instances, with the cause of death apparently being the simultaneous failure of every major organ. In addition, traces of genetically matching blood and skin were found under the second corpse's fingernails, matching wounds on Rass's body. The subsequent posthumous examination was notable in that it revealed the mass of each corpse to be exactly equal. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you like what you hear, head over to my Patreon at patreon.com slash Kelsey Narrates and help support me by becoming a patron for as little as $3 a month. I'm not going to get rich doing this, but it does take money to keep a podcast running. All patrons get early access to every episode I publish. I don't have the talent it takes to write a skip. All I do is read. Original authors make this podcast possible, so credit to the original author. Their links in the description. Show them some love as well. Consider becoming a member of the SCP Wiki. Upvote their work and maybe write a skip of your own. Maybe I'll read it here someday. You never know if you never try. The content of this podcast and content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from scpwiki.com and its authors. This recording, being derived from this content, is hereby also released under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0. I'm Gregory Carpin from Simply Creative People, the podcast where we discuss GOIs, canons, and stories from the SCP Wiki. And we try to recommend things for all fans of the Wiki, new and old. Look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Visit the show page at anchor.fm slash simply-creative-people. Or follow us on Twitter at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T.
Hey there, this is DJ Skip, host of Foundation After Midnight Radio, coming to you from the only third shift broadcast for personnel, by personnel. Be sure to tune in wherever you listen to podcasts to not miss out on containment news and community announcements from within the Foundation.